Welcome to The Elegance of Nay. I'm your host, Nay, and on this podcast, we'll be talking about a variety of topics with amazing stories. Let's get into it, shall we? Hey guys, before we begin the show, we just want to give a quick shout out to TC's Art Gallery. That is T as in Tom, C as in Cat, S as in Sam, Art Gallery. They do amazing social media advertisement, local design, website design, and they even help with social media management. Check them out today at TC's Art Gallery, LLC.square.site. All right, let's start the show. Welcome back to the Elegance and A podcast. I'm your host, Nay, and we have the lovely Shama in the building. How what's you doing? What's up, y'all? What's up? What's up? Yeah. How are you doing today? I'm great. How um, are you? I'm good. How are you uh, mentally and physically today? Mentally, I'm good. We, you know, it's, it's, it'd be tough sometimes, but I fight and I win. <laughs> uh, physically, physically, I feel good. I'm exercising a little bit, I'm eating. Mm-hmm. Eating things that my body says are good, you know, <laughs> shopping at Joe Randazzo. So I don't think you can talk to me any kind of any kind of way. It's not it's not gonna fly. Um, but yeah, I'm good. That's good. I'm good. What about you? I've been good, mentally good. Just been trying to get this equipment together. Okay. <laughs> but um, <laughs> besides that, physically been doing good too. Um, try to bike ride every morning or every other morning. Good stuff. Eating good, so. Just gotta get back to trying to eat eight times. Yeah, that's the goal. Yeah. <laughs> that's the new goal. Yes. <laughs> like getting so busy that one time, just be like, well, mm-hmm. you made it. <laughs> so yeah. So um, let's get into it. So, how were you growing up as a kid? Like, where did you grow up? I grew up on Detroit's West Side. You feel me? Mm-hmm. West Side Best uh, Don't do that. Uh-uh. West Side Best Side. I don't know about all that. You know, it's <laughs> East Side for me all day. You feel me? Even though I did a little time on West, but it's <laughs> not it's a, just, a, just a little time on West. You feel well, me? Well, I'd like to go on record and say I've never done any time on West Side. Well, not that time. Not that type of time that y'all think it. Um, <laughs> no, that's funny. But no beef, though. No beef, though. It's all yeah, Detroit. Yeah, it's all I love good. Yeah, it's all love. Detroit all day. Okay, so, um, how, yeah, so how were you growing up, though? Um, I was, I was, I was different. I'm different now, but I was, I was different. Um, so I feel like I was, okay, I'm gonna say this. I'm getting back to this, but I feel like I was a lot more audacious. I was a lot more bold Mm -hmm. growing up. Making bold moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, you know, but now I have a filter and I hate that at all. <laughs> I'll be wanting to sometimes, but I like to, the Lord said, no, take me down, my child. You know, and <laughs> now, my only thing about that is like you pair, you pair, you know, speaking out and being bold with some wisdom, mm-hmm. and you good. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think either side is the right side to be on, mm-hmm. or no. You shouldn't be too far either side, mm-hmm. whether you are, are real bold or like real reserved. You gotta find a middle ground because there's yeah. gonna be times where you gotta speak up. Yeah, you gotta speak up for yourself. You know, don't let nobody cross over. You feel me? And so, but um, I grew up surrounded by family. Um, like it was, it was the greatest thing ever. First of all, my family there's six siblings, mm-hmm. so it's my parents and then six of us, and I'm the second to youngest. So you can imagine. Cool house. Yeah, and you can imagine why I would have to <laughs> speak up and make my make my voice heard, right? Know? Especially as the youngest. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, family surrounded by family, surrounded by love. Like the first the house that I was born in, it was a duplex. Mm-hmm. One side we had my mom, dad, and then the six of us, mm-hmm. and then the other side of the duplex it was my aunt, my cousins, and then my grandma and grandpa. Mm-hmm. So always around family, yeah, without a doubt, yeah. So if your parents wasn't home, you still was being watched. We said we're good. We're <laughs> good to you over here. <laughs> you know. So, but yeah, there was that. Um, I grew up in church, so that was another family. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, we was oh god. When we moved from that house, it was you know just my family. It was our 
uh, immediate family. Mm-hmm. And um, but our house became the house mm-hmm. for the block. Like all the kids like came to yeah. our house. Like we had a, a, a close friends across the street. Like they James <laughs> and Leah, they was our it was our name, you know, and then like you get to the corner, you got Christina Taylor. Like it was, it was great. You go a little further down, you got like some of the other kids. It was a lot. It was a I lot. I can imagine them. though. Everybody coming. Cause they all got a full house. Summers were probably so the, lit. Yeah, I bet. Probably the fullest house on the block. Man. <laughs> but see, we had to stay outside. Mm. It was, too, yeah. Too, too no, much. yep. Not, nope, nope. But my mom gonna watch me the window and make sure everything's good though. <laughs> she gonna peek out like, huh? What's what you doing? Uh huh. You good? Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. What's going anybody, on out there? Anybody hurt? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Golly, that's so funny. Um, but yeah, so surrounded by love, surrounded by family, surrounded by fun. It was it was a really good time. Um, and it was funny because our parents were like really strict, mm-hmm. like you know. Some some stuff I think about, I'd be like, that was a little too much. But like for the most part, I'd be like, thank, thank you, you. <laughs> thank you, well done, right? Standing on. Thanks for being the parents you deserve too. Great, great job, Mike and Cheryl. Great job, great <laughs> job. But um, so but we couldn't when we go when we went down one side of the block, mm-hmm. we could only go three houses down because mm-hmm. it got real. Real ratchet, real, real drug dealerish, real, Ooh. real scandalous, oh. and, and my mom was not having it. But on the other side, we could go to the corner because <laughs> the people that lived there they were saved and like mm. you know we was friends and whatever. And we would literally have church in my basement patio. It was great. It was a good time. So yeah, said, okay, <laughs> sing it, making up our own songs, everything. It was right. great. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. It was so being much all fun. creative children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that that is. I guess my my childhood in a nutshell. That's good. So how was it for you in church? Church was so much fun. Now, actually, no, there was nothing not fun about church. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, let's get into it. So, <laughs> ah, okay, so I go to Straight Gate, right? Uh-huh. And my bishop, he's real old school. He's anointed man of God, just great. Mm-hmm. Great, nothing but good things to say about him. Now, when you got a word in your belly, sometimes, you know, you, you belabor the hour. Sometimes the spirit be moving and, you know, you think you, he move in this window of time. And he's like, nope, let's extend that. If you, oh. you want me to move or no? Okay. Yeah. And so literally some Sundays we would be in church until four o'clock and we start at 10. So black people church, I feel you. Mm-hmm. We not in no time frame. Literally, we in time existence. We're just going to always pray. And we had children's church too, right? And so we would be back there just waiting. Mm. What is going on? What's happening? Like, are they it's okay? four o'clock. The staff, like, do we got to give them another snack? Because it's... Like, we weren't out of food back here, y'all. <laughs> are y'all good up there? You know, what's like, going what on? What's going on? We're going to be like, hello? T- Tell me, what's going hello? on? <laughs> so, but church was a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. Children's church was really great. I was really active in children's church. I was mm-hmm. the kid who was like, I know the answers. Okay? Like, okay. I listen. Pick on, pick me to read. Like, pick me. I, I got the answers. The definition of pick me now. Okay, okay. Like, I got your answers. We used to, it was, and it was so well done too. Mm-hmm. Like everything was so well done. Like mm-hmm. children's church, we had our day laid out. We had praise and worship. We had uh, the lesson, we had a snack, we had games, mm-hmm. we had Spanish, we had sign language. Not y'all learning languages in church. All right, y'all better come. Like we had it together, do you hear me? <laughs> together. And so, of course, it was just fun. Like I made a lot of friends and like mm-hmm. it, was, it was just a good time. You seem like you would make a lot of friends. You seem like a very social butterfly. You know, I, it, was, it got weird because like I said, I'm low-key a weirdo. Not not the weirdo that you need. No, no, no. Listen. Not the kind of weirdo that you need to like, that you side eye when I come around. Not the type the of weirdo that you need to. <laughs> yeah, I'm not bump. <laughs> yeah, no, not that. Not that. I'm not the kind of weirdo that you need to warn your friends about. Okay? I'm not the kind of weirdo that you need to tell your homegirls, hey, 
Don't like, go out with out him. Don't hey, don't be, don't find yourself alone. I'm not that kind of weirdo. Mm, okay. I'm not. I'm the kind of weirdo where it's like, what planet are you on right now? <laughs> like, where, no, what do you? And so the weird thing for me was learning how much do I give people? Mm-hmm. You know, like staying genuine, always being myself. That's never going to change. But how, yeah, how, not even how much time, but how much of my personality yeah. and my, my you know, yeah. to give people. Because mm-hmm. I don't want you, I don't need you looking at me funny. Right. If I feel like you can't handle my weirdness, you won't. You, I'm going to love you. Bag for, bag. You know, and I'm going to love you. I'm going to, you know. From a distance. Because <laughs> I don't, I, I can't have you that close to me. And you got me feeling some type of way about yeah. who I am. And you can't be your genuine self. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I feel that. So, that but that plays that, a role into you, all types of stages in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, that was something that was ongoing for me. So I am really social. Like, I mm-hmm. am really like, hey, I, I'm not the type to like initiate conversation. I don't do that. I don't walk up to the strangers and you just say, like, no, y'all got to approach me. You know, if we in the same space, maybe if you ask me a random question about something and I get to talk. But mm-hmm. like, I'm not, I'm not. Hi, I'm Shama, want to be my friend? That's, I don't really, you know. He's like, no, nah, I ain't that friendly, mm-hmm. but I'm friendly, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So how was it for you growing up in school, like elementary up until like middle school? God, okay. School was, I was about to lie straight through my teeth and say school was fun. <laughs> ah, Tell the truth now. Ah. Tell the truth. Okay, I was a really you smart You had fun moments. I had fun moments. Mm-hmm. I had some really good times. <laughs> good times. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! But um, that's really funny. Um, yeah, I was I was a smart kid, and I credit that to just being second youngest. Mm-hmm. Like I have four older brothers, so like stuff that they were learning, like when they was coming home, I was learning it too. Mm-hmm. Or if they just felt moved to, you know, show off what they know, like I'm, I'm here. I know how to write in cursive. Bet, teach me. This is how to write my name. Great. In first grade, just writing my name in cursive on the paper. And my teacher's like, um, what's going on? Here? <laughs> Who like, is this kid? What? Like, what is happening? Am you I know, supposed to be the teacher? Is he teaching me? You like, what me? are you doing? So, but, um, but yeah, now I'll say this. Kindergarten was great. Mm-hmm. Kindergarten, I was real chill. My first. <laughs> Prime example here. The first friend I made in kindergarten, we became friends because I told him his breath stank. Now here's the here's the story, right? First, no, it's first day of kindergarten, right? I mean, little kids are the most blunted children. Mm-hmm. They will tell you to your face, mm, you don't look good today. Mm-hmm. Like not not the right hair choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I didn't I didn't put too much on it. Well, I may have put a little. Your bit breath on stank. Because here's the thing. First day of kindergarten, we get our assigned CGC. Here he was there. He comes in, loud, proud, friendly, friendly, nice guy, nice fellow, but just a little too close. Oh, just a little too close. Little close, close. So, close enough you say, so you need to know. Today. You need to know. If you're gonna be this close, <laughs> let me help you. Your breath is is Bruce Lee and me right now, and I can't have that. So, but he was real cool about it. Like I said, he was like, cool, let's be friends. I said, okay. <laughs> but um, so kindergarten, I was I was really chill. I was mm-hmm. just smart. I used to, I don't know why, but this one kid used to bully me. Mm. Anyway, we always had those one kids. You know, and then first grade, I was a wild one. And I'm not gonna say I don't know what happened. I'm saying that's another story for another day. Okay. But I was but I was a wild one in first grade. And so but but we got it together. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got this still get <laughs> No, but I but but I, I I got it together. Low key, first grade was when I got saved. And mm-hmm. I remember it because it was New Year's Eve, nineteen ninety nine. Oh, okay. And so I I didn't care enough about this particular thing, but everybody thought the world was going to end. From, oh, you, you don't know? Oh God, 
We'll get into that. But the real brief of it is yeah. basically people literally thought the world was going to end, like changing over from 1999 to the year 2000. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Y2K. No, that makes Y2K. Sense. Look it up. That makes sense. But so, like I said, I'm six. I don't, it's neither here nor there. I really, I truly believe that I have my whole life ahead of me, and here we are. Mm. But I got saved that night. It, it was a lot of people, like that. The altar was full, but that was the night I got saved. And literally, like I went back to school, and like I was a different human. Mm. Like, different way. like I used to be so reckless. I used to talk reckless. I used to behave recklessly. I used to get sent to this teacher's name, Miss Hyde. I used to get sent to her class to sit and and skip gym because I was acting up. Yeah, and it was embarrassing because she taught kindergarten. And so I'm in there only a year older, but I'm embarrassed because I'm like, not only am I in trouble, but I'm older than y'all and I got to sit in this class. Mm. Anyway. It's kind of like a lesson, but not a lesson. So, but, um, but yeah, came back, I was, I was really well behaved. Like I was, I was way more chill. I was you like, matured. You matured to work. I'm a, I'm, listen. So, but yeah, and so from then on, like I didn't have behavior problems. Mm -hmm. I did have a temper, and that slow that faded away a little more slowly. Because mm -hmm. if you if you try me, you, you know, don't the, get tried. I'm okay. Don't I'm not don't the one. tempt something if you don't I'm want not the one. Or the truth. Because when I get to when I get to going, I just I'm not I'm not the one to. Take me off your list. How about that? If you have me on the list, take me off. Because I would, because I was chill. Like, You're like I'm in my own world. I, Don't come in and rush it. I was friendly and I was social, but I was mm. also like quiet. Right. Like if you're not sitting next to me, you don't know who I am. You don't know. You won't know who I am. Yep. And at the same time, if you come from over there and you try me. You're going to find out. Right. You're going to find out. I ain't going to lie either. Me and my siblings, I'm not going to lie. Yes, I'll put it out there. So growing up, a little small story time. So um, growing up, me and my siblings, we all went to anger management. Literally every last one of us. I don't know about I my youngest sibling. I don't know about my youngest brother, but I do know all three of the eldest children went there because um, we got that, I believe. No offense to that, but I think we got it from him. <laughs> and um, yeah, so we went to anger management. And honestly, growing up in middle school when I went to uh, Ward Academy, uh, it was it was interesting because a lot of people was like, oh, um, like why do you keep leaving class? Like, what you going to class for? And I'm like, you want to find out? Like, that's what that was my motive. Like. I used to think sometimes where I used to have moments where I'd be like, am I overdoing it? <laughs> like, is it me or is it y'all? Like, it's probably her. I was like, no, nah, it might be it might be me a little bit. Because sometimes, you know, if you're a kid, you can be a little overdramatic on some cases. Absolutely. But people really be trying you. They do. And you'll be like, why? Do I? Do I, why? Do do I, I need want to? Do they need to get guided. And that'd be the thing. You don't understand how, if I'm, if I'm, Going off on you, mm -hmm. I need you to understand. It took me a lot to get to this point. Yes. Because I tried. Yeah. I tried. We, try, we tried to stop ourselves. I tried hard. But you but you kept pushing and you you got what you asked for. Okay. So so but yeah, I was I was that kid. Um and thankfully I didn't have too many incidents where it was like, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Carter. <laughs> We have your son in the office. Right, he needs to come pick up this job. Yeah, I don't know. Like having tantrums. No, I didn't do tantrums. Um, I didn't do. Okay. <laughs> I say my tantrums were saved for at home. You said saved if I'm out in public, it was literally just if if you mess with the bull, you get your horn. That's what we do in public. I have enough decorum and home training. You know, to to know we don't we, just we don't do that outside. Yeah, we don't cut up at home. I I, I make no promises. In public, I got you. <laughs> I you got want you. the one or the two? Which one? Which you know, 
But yeah, so I was that kid. Mm-hmm. I was that kid. Um, yeah. So, but um, after, <laughs> after halfway through first grade, gave my life to Christ, and right. and you know, behavior problems were not a thing. I mm-hmm. was talkative. Mm-hmm. Because you know, if you hand out papers and you know finish them mm-hmm. before everybody else, I mean, I'm I got talk. I'm gonna do something. I'm bored. Hey. We gotta fill the time. Like, you know, so I was I was that kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so how were you in middle school? Like going into middle school. Middle school was really weird. So okay, a little bit of background. I went to the school which is now called Detroit Service Learning Academy. When I went, and when it was first built, it was called YMCA Service Learning Academy. Mm. So I, me and my brothers went literally the year that it was built. Like the 99, 2000 school year, like we was in that mode. And I've been there too. That's wild. <laughs> I went there too. That's literally. wild. And that's why I said I got my little piece of West Side. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Oh, God. Well. Because growing up, me and my... Uh, my dad used to stay on the west side. He stayed on Cooley. And okay. it was me and my older brother. And then my randomly, my youngest brother came and then his sister came. So we all was mm. up in there. We was in it. I'll, I'll get into that after. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's the school I went to. And mm-hmm. um, I went there from first grade to sixth grade. Mm. Right? After sixth grade, Sixth grade counselor's middle school. So I was I was cool. Like I've been at this school this whole time. I'm cool. Yeah. I know people. You pretty I'm, much grew I, up there. I'm in my group. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm cool. We move. Mm-hmm. So seventh grade, I go to a different school. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about a shell. Like then people have no idea who I am for real. Because when I moved, I'm like, I don't know anybody here. Mm-hmm. Like it's a whole. You gotta start all over. It's a whole different thing, and so like the atmosphere was different. The kids were different. Like it was, it was. Mm, we gonna call it medium ghetto. Medium ghetto. Now here's 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 the. Not you range in the ghetto. He, you have to. <laughs> you have. I can listen. I love. I love me some ghetto. Uh, but it's only so far I'm gonna go. Now was it the ratchet ghetto or was it just? Because we know it's two different ones. It, no, it was just ghetto. It was ghetto. But it was medium ghetto. Oh, so here it is, right? Black kids. Mm-hmm. Maybe like 10 white kids in the whole school. This is Southfield. So, I mean, that should put things in mm-hmm. more perspective for you. And so um, it was like, we can turn up. We can go there. But like here in school, like we don't really do that. You know, our parents, they, they got us out here in this school because we don't, we don't go fully ghetto. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by medium ghetto. Mm-hmm. So it was like y'all had a little code switching in the middle of that. Just what that sounds like. Just a teeny Just bit. A teeny. Just, it was a little more cultured. There we go. That's what I'm Yeah, it was a little more cultured. <laughs> um, and so... Uh, but I went there, and like I said, it was just a whole different thing. I had to refine my groove, like... I gotta meet new people. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not gonna walk up to you and be like, "Hi, I'm Sean. I want to be my friend." That's not me at all. Mm-hmm. If you come grab me out the corner, cool. We can, we can Let's be friends. Talk. You know, if, if your vibe is cool, <laughs> if your vibe is but cool, if you're weird, yeah, I'm. A, I'm See ya. Work. God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> oh, bless you. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, so. It was it was just a, a lot of shock to me. And um yeah, seventh grade was a little I don't know, I'm not gonna say I had no personality, but like it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't radiating. Mm-hmm. Like it was no You know. It was just ooh. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm just here. And Another then day. <laughs> you know? Um and then a big part of my identity in school was being like top of my class like the mm-hmm. smartest like we used to do tests at ymca mm-hmm. and like do they all still do benchmark <laughs> i'll take that as a yes i used to kill benchmarks like mm-hmm. every last one of my tests was no less than like well some some days i have my off days but mm-hmm. nothing was ever less than like maybe a, 
a high 80, mm-hmm. but typically hundreds, like 96, that type of thing, mm-hmm. you know, and when they did benchmark patrol, like they already knew. Did they still do that? They already knew what was up. They already knew what was up. We stopping by room 206 because Sean was there, okay? And yeah. he killed bench. That was me. That was like in the whole school, like mm-hmm. we had SFA, you know, this horrible, mm-hmm. dreadful 90 minutes at the beginning of yes. every single day. I didn't understand it. Uh, horrible. We just woke up. Horrible. Did y'all feed me? No. Nothing. And, and you want me to sit here for me? to be dry. <laughs> Barely be no milk. Nothing. Neutral grain bar. It was the small bowls of cereal for me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what am I doing with this? Yes. And then it was the plain one. What am I doing with plain cereal? Please. What are we doing with plain Please. cereals? Please. We used to really be fighting over who going to get the, um, what was the Apple Jacks? Versus the Cheerios, man. Yeah. Used to be a break. Yeah. Now, see, I would have caught a break because if they call you in alphabetical order or something like that, my last name is Carter. So I get, I get. I was a little lucky too because, you know, carry on. You see? But, and so you get top pickings if they do stuff like that. But that's if they chose last name one day. Yeah. But sometimes they'd be, they yeah. like to switch and go back. And go back. Like, uh uh-uh, uh, I had. Remember yesterday? No, we don't. You don't say the alphabet backwards. You say it forward. Don't we do it? Fix it. Go back. (laughs) So, but yeah. So, um, but SFA, Mm -hmm. 90 minute reading class. I was always two grade levels ahead of, you know, where I was. And not only that, but like nobody else in my class was in my reading class. Mm. Like I was in a class full of older kids from my reading class. You know, like 4.0 is easy. Like, mm-hmm. that was just, you know, yeah. is what I did. That's what's up. So, but that was a big part of my identity. Mm-hmm. Moving to this school, it was a lot more smart people. And I wasn't, I was, I was middle now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, not only do I not know anybody, but like, I can't even, mm-hmm. I don't even have my safe space, which is like being smart. Yeah, and it's not that I was just. So it was like more of a challenge for you. Yeah, and it's not like my smarts just turned off. It was like, New oh, goal. this is this is a little more regular. Mm-hmm. Every we're we're moving Everybody, higher yeah. as a unit. Right, we're not we're not with the basic class no more. We with the intelligence. And I have my moments. Like math is my thing, right? So mm. I got put in this. I got put in the regular math class, and then after like maybe a couple. Oh God, I just thought about this. I'll tell you the story in a second. <laughs> Um, but I got put in a regular math class after a couple of weeks. The teacher was like, you don't belong in this class. Like, we need to put you in IS math. Mm. And so I was like, but I don't want to do that. And, cause, and that was just me being like, I've had enough change. I've had enough like, shock to my system. Down. Like, you want to move me again? Right, like, can I stay here? And so they was just like, you know, it's, it's cool. Like, you, you're smart and you need to be challenged. And <laughs> so I moved next door to the smart math class mm-hmm. and then fell to the middle. So, yeah, my, my confidence was not there. That was a big part of it. Mm-hmm. That was a huge part of it. The confidence factor was not there. Um, but was it was the challenge for you? greater over time though, since you're like, okay, well, since I'm not the smartest kid anymore, or I felt like I'm not the smartest kid, it's more of a challenge and more of like, okay, we all kind of on the same level. No, because mm. part of me was like, I don't even care enough. Mm. You know, like. You're just like, okay, it's another matter. Yeah, like before it was like, okay, I'm already smart and I'm doing what I'm doing just because that's what's in me to do. But now there's a level of, celebration that I get for it like mm-hmm. there's there's a level of benchmark patrol like yeah. this is this is benchmark patrol okay you take the test you go back to your class the next day they they get the scores and everything they come around with a bullhorn through the hallways in the middle of the school day okay they come with a cart full of goodies balloons all that they make huge noise about it and you pulling up on me like that I feel great. Right. I feel like I'm on top of the world. <laughs> you know? Now that I'm falling to the middle, or now that, you know, now that it's a little more common, mm-hmm. I had to be like, yeah, it don't feel the same. And so I had to be like, okay, I'm not doing this for accolades anymore. I'm not doing this for reward anymore. I'm doing this for me. And that's when I switched to 
oh, I don't really care that much anymore. Yeah. And so, like I said, it's not like the smarts turned off. It was just like my confidence and then the fact that like now I'm truly doing it for me. Like I'm deciding, is this what I want to do? Like, mm-hmm. do I want to perform and, and show out for myself? Mm-hmm. No, I don't care enough to do that. Not in not in school, anyway. <laughs> but um, but yeah, and then so end of seventh grade comes. I make friends. I'm you know my confidence is is up a little bit because mm-hmm. at the end of the school year, a few people found out I can sing because I auditioned for the choir. Which... I was just gonna ask you, do you uh, did you do any extra extracurricular activities? That's I did. Yeah, I did. At that time, it was just track and choir or and band too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and so, but at the end of the school year, I auditioned for to be in the choir next year, and it was funny because I was on punishment at the time. I forgot what I did, but I was on punishment. Hey guys, it's Shadow Break Time. We want to take a quick little break to show our love and support to our lovely Shama with Guard Your Heart. The flow of your heart controls the flow of your life. Proverbs four twenty three. And if you check out his website, it has some really dope merch on there with the hoodies, t-shirts, hats, and more. Check it out at guardyourheart.company.site. And he has a podcast called Guard Your Heart. Show the love and support on there. Like, follow, and subscribe to him. And all of his information will be down below in the description or in the bio. All right, back to the show. So at the end of seventh grade, they found out I could sing because I went to audition for the choir mm-hmm. for next year, right? The choir that year was all girls, you know, whatever. Cool. Um, but audition for the choir, I was on punishment at the time. I really, I forgot what I did. I forgot. I was about to say, give me the deeds. No, I truly <laughs> have, I don't remember at all what I did. We got to ask siblings next time. Maybe, but I don't think they would know either. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it's, it's a blur. It's all a blur. I really don't remember. Anyway, mm-hmm. but when I auditioned for the choir, I had to stay after school to do that. And I only remember I, that I was on punishment because stayed after school audition. They told me it was like very top. You got in. All right, see you next year in the choir. Mm-hmm. And then I went home, um, and I was obviously late coming home. And my dad was like, "Anybody tell you you could audition for no choir? You on punishment?" And I was like. I didn't think that counted, but whatever. Okay. And the deed is done. I'm already in, so. Mm-hmm. They, so they let you continue since? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was, no, it was literally just like. You know, some parents be like, well, you're still on punishment, so. I would have been mad if he would have read a Watson to me. <laughs> I would have been so mad. Because some parents are actually like that, where they be like, well, I told you you're on punishment. I didn't tell you to go in audition for after school program. But it wasn't an after-school program. It was like part of the regular school day. Okay. So now that's different. Yeah. You yeah. know, some extracurriculums are after school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, this was day choir was a big. When I tell you, them niggas could sing, <laughs> sing. I was first. Okay, at the beginning of the year, they had this benefit concert because mm-hmm. Hurricane, uh, Hurricane Katrina had just happened. Mm-hmm. So they had a benefit concert. I went to the concert, mm-hmm. singing, mm-hmm. singing. 12 and 13 years old, and I'm sitting back there blown away. I saw so it. So they were singing. They were singing. Oh, okay. They were singing. Right, oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> the, the, um, the girls' choir, they sang, If you want to be somebody, hey, if you want to go somewhere, somewhere, you better wake up and pay your attention. Okay. And so to this day, they are the reason why that song is living rent free. In my and everybody head. hates. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like I promise. Like the girl who led it, her name is Carlisha. Mm-hmm. Talk about a voice. I hope I pray to God that she still be singing. Mm. I pray to God. And if you ever hear this, please, you just, just, and she would probably be like, I cannot believe that number one, you remember that, and number two. That you still sing that. Yes. Yeah, you you did that. But one that song you did is that. like if you sing now But I didn't know it before they sang it. Yeah. Though. I didn't know it before they sang it. Oh wow. Yeah. So So it was just singing. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I feel it. They 
killed it. Every mm. hitting the harmonies and they killed it. Mm. Good God. Anywho, <laughs> fast forward. I joined the choir, mm-hmm. right? And then I find out that we're moving again. Oh wow. So sixth, seventh, and eighth grade were all different schools. Mm. And this time I'm pissed because mm. I'm that hurts. That's worse than being on punishment. Not being... <laughs> <laughs> that Cause is. Because you know you... you're into it. Good. Now you're in it. You got the feel of it. You got the vibe of it. And now you got to move. So now that feels worse than them saying, okay, but you on punishment. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell you. You can join. No, that was so much worse. Yeah. That was so much worse. Now, would you rather for them to say that then at that point? I'd rather for y'all to tell me I couldn't join if you was going to do that. You know, because you just, <laughs> just yoinked me in the... Like, yeet, no, we're going to leave. And it was like, we had, like, we didn't know. Like, mm-hmm. me and my siblings didn't... Uh, maybe, I don't know. Maybe some of them know. Maybe some of them know. I don't really know. But anyway, um, yeah, it was it was really random to me. Wow. So, like, beginning of the school year starts, I'm in choir. I'm thinking at eighth grade, we, this is where we at. Mm-hmm. This is what we're doing. Not so. It was like maybe a little more than halfway through the semester or whatever. Like we moved. Oh, my first day of school at my new school was the day before Halloween. Mm -hmm. So from September. Oh, that's not that long. But it was long enough that we had practiced some songs. Yeah, I had earned myself a solo in mm-hmm. one of the songs. And I'm, re- I'm ready to be gearing up for a concert. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I won't turn my back again. Your honor, I'll defend. So hurry home till then. Till then. That was my part. Okay. That was my part. That was... the vocals. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. But that was my part. That was my, my solo. Mm-hmm. And I was ready. I was so ready. And then it's like, we gone. We out of here. Wow. Now, I'll give it to my parents because they had the decency to put me in choir, go into this new school. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they had cool. everything set. And it mm-hmm. was like, so they're like, that was kind of messed up. You know, Let man. me just help you a little bit so you can just go ahead. Through. But, but you still got to get to know new people. You got to find your part again. If you can get the part, it's more into it. Mm-hmm. And was worth now. This is just the choir part. Mm-hmm. I could have, I could have stomached the whole school year a lot easier if, if our choir was banging. It was not. It was not. It was. It was shouldn't, wouldn't, <laughs> didn't. Because <laughs> oh what are we doing here? Listen. Mm-hmm. I would have I would have read them real at my old school, they wasn't struggling with harmonies like this. Okay, you flat, you're not on your part. We didn't have that problem. Not you turning into the vocal coach. Oh my lord. <laughs> right, like we ain't like we ain't gotta nah, the teacher was great. Mm-hmm. The teacher was great. I loved her. He was really like she helped me a lot. Like I I I my guess is that my parents when they put me in choir, like they had probably an extended conversation with her. Cause mm-hmm. she was a middle-aged black lady, mm-hmm. church going woman. Like, okay. You know, Amen. so I already know how my parents are. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when I came to class, she was expecting me. She was like, welcome, blah, blah, you know. Mm-hmm. But that didn't make up for the lack. Of the strength uh, that they needed good. with them both. God, oh my God. But the songs <laughs> wasn't slapping. Mm. They wasn't, it was just. They were just like, y'all could be better. A lot better. But anywho, <laughs> so eighth grade, I'm, and no slight, but the differences are apparent. I'm, I'm not going to say it the way I thought to say it. I moved from Southfield to Farmington Hills. Okay. 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 And so, yeah. So, but they choir wasn't doing it like, like how they, mm. how they. How we was doing it over there, and um, it was just a lot. So like, again, meeting new people, mm-hmm. all that stuff, and I think the confidence it went up a little bit because I didn't care. I didn't care as much to meet new people 
Hmm. So you just were there, but you were just like, okay, if I meet you, I meet you. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I feel that. So being there as you, like, so taking your your vocals and, and music and going into it, did you continue that from ninth through 12th grade as well? Mm-hmm. Or, okay. So how was it going into, were you in the same school? Were you, did you change again? No, we didn't move again, thank God. But of course, you go from middle school to high school, mm-hmm. right? So high school, ninth grade year, for whatever reason, it didn't line up where I could take band and choir. So ninth grade year, I did band. That was cool. That was a good change of pace because now. What instruments did you do? I play saxophone. All right, now. They got the, the vocals and the, the wings. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and you know, I, I'm a little rusty, but but I know what I'm doing. And I can make I can make it look like I really know what I'm doing. <laughs> that is funny. But it was a good change of pace because band was my first class of the day. Oh, so same. now I don't got to wake up to. Yeah, true. Let's get to work. Let's read. I get to wake up to music. Right. Which is, and then you play the sax. So you, gonna, okay, wake up. Mm-hmm. Let's get it. Now, I'll say it. this about their band, though. They was on point. With they you. was on point. With okay. Them. Okay. Okay. They was on point. I said. Now, y'all better than choir. I like this. <laughs> oh, oh, it's not even comparable. It's not even comparable. But. No. But they was killing. So, uh, mm-hmm. so I did band ninth grade year, and then tenth grade through senior year, I did choir. Okay. Did um, they get better by then? It was it was a lot different. Middle school choir is like, uh-huh, I'm just here. High school choir is like, <laughs> it was actually I serious. I want to be here. Okay, so they took it more seriously. Like, Way okay, I should do this in my actual career. Way more serious. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was it was a good time. It was a really good time. So in your senior year, where did you see yourself going with your skills? I had no idea. idea. Believe it or not, I really didn't know that, like, as much as I love to sing and as much Mm -hmm. as I did sing, like I said, I grew up in church Mm -hmm. and joined the music department at church when I was six. Like, Mm -hmm. it was, or maybe five. Like, literally, they put out the, the call for the kids' choir and it was like, bring your kids. I don't know. Whatever, whatever age it was, I was a year younger. So mm-hmm. I couldn't technically join, right. but my brothers could. And so they went and me and my mom sitting in the back of the chapel and I'm sitting on the edge of my seat the entire time. Cause I'm like, I have to be in the choir. Mm. Like y'all not going to leave me out of this. And right. so. You were intrigued. You were interested. You were like. Cause, cause that was what we was doing at home. Yeah. Like at home we were singing. Like, mm-hmm. You grew up with singing literally through your whole life. Just so. mm-hmm. And so, um, so at the end of the first rehearsal, mm-hmm. the director came to the back and talked to my mom. I really don't know why he came back there, but he talked to my mom and whatever he said to her, I don't remember what he said to her, but after he got done saying whatever to her, I was like, can I please join? Like I was right. paying attention. Said, I know all the songs, like I'm, right. I'm ready to go. And he was like, okay. He said, did. I hear y'all talking, but let me intervene. Can I join the choir? Help, help me. <laughs> Help me. And so they, Help but because me. of that, they lowered the age by one year. Because wow. it was some other people my age that yeah, had joined the choir right after that. And so we was like, be in this that's nice. And that's good that they see you guys, even though they had an age group oh, yeah. to be doing. I that. was so happy. Yeah. I was so happy. Okay, but, <laughs> okay. Hallelujah. Want to do it? Hallelujah. <laughs> so, but I'm saying that to say, as passionate as I was about singing, it took me a long time. Like I was in, I was, I was in prayer, like for real, before I realized, like maybe, maybe this is what you should do with your life. Mm-hmm. Like I had no idea. Like even prepping to go to college, like that was not on my radar. I was mm-hmm. like, what am I gonna do? Whether I study psychology or like I don't, I don't know what to do. And literally, it was just kind of like maybe a little bit of it hit me senior year, mm-hmm. and it was, I had so much fun. Like the choir was on point; like we was doing our thing. I did the musical that year, my senior year. We oh, did Hairspray. Wow. It was lit. Okay. It was lit. It was a good time. All right. I was seaweed. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, and so, but like I said, even with all that, it was just kind of like um, I have no idea what's about to happen when I go to college. When, mm-hmm. What I'm about to do with my life, I really don't know. Um, and so it took me 
it took me flunking out of college, right? I went to UD Mercy. Okay. And I went. What did you go for? My major was psychology. Okay. And it was cool. I, psychology is really interesting. I love psychology. It's, I love it's lit. It's a good time. I'd Especially be, when you got the best instructor. I'd be reading people like a mug. I'd be like, Oh, okay. I do the same thing. Like, I really do. That's how right. I be like, I be reading energy, vibes, body language. I'm like, All oh, that. okay. All that. be great. Listen, between psychology and the Holy Ghost, you can't get nothing past me. Okay. Because I'll be like, mm. oh, I see All you. Right. I, I see, see you from a distance. <laughs> Listen, but, um, so, uh, but yeah, psychology was my declared major. Because okay. I was like, they don't even have a music program. That's when I started to be like, well, let me let me see. Mm-hmm. But they didn't have a music program. Mm-hmm. I went to UD Mercy on a track scholarship. That was a good time for me. Now, high school see, track. I don't know how to dust y'all. Why are you bringing? Okay. Now that was that was something where I was like, this is this is my thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm at I'm at home on the track. So he had the winds and the speed, y'all. I planned you feel it. me? It was it was so much like that was my bread. First of all, spring is my favorite season. My mm-hmm. birthday's in the spring, oh, and then yeah. after coming out of snowy cold mm. dark winters we get our hour nice back color scene. you know the oh, sun sets in. a little later all mm-hmm. that and Birds so i used trip. to be oh my god i used to light up i used to be a flower and bloom in the spring because i would come out the house i wouldn't have to wear a coat mm-hmm. you get Just some of that jacket you know you get some of that crisp we, spring air yeah but we got Michigan weather, so it's bipolar. You know. But but it was, I was cool. I said once spring is here, once that first day, it's hit, just here. Okay, we here. Whatever. Right. Um. So, um, my, 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 college. College. Yes. Did not have a music program. Oh, I went on the track scholarship, right? Because mm-hmm. you know I, I did my thing in high school. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I ended up. It was a lot of fun. I went. I ended up going to like the state track meet and competing there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, they were one of the schools that were looking at me and they hit me up. They was like, we want to give you a scholarship to come to our school. Mm-hmm. I was like, bet. First of all, I really didn't know what I was going to do after high school anyway. So like, it kind of fit they, for you. Yeah. 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 kind of gave you an answer without giving you an answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, what I did not know is that for, if you compete, um, in, in college athletics, you have to register with the NCAA Clearinghouse. You have to, like, in order for them to recognize, okay, you're a college athlete, cool. Mm-hmm. And you have to do it if you want to receive scholarship money. Wow. I did not find out that information until the day that I got on campus. My coach was like, you haven't done your, you haven't registered with the NCAA Clearinghouse yet. You have to do that before you can run on a team with us. What he didn't say when he said that was that it was too late for them to give me my scholarship. Oh, wow. So I go to college. I, I do what I'm supposed to do. I still run track because, you know, might as well have some fun while I'm there. We traveled a little bit. It was, it was great. <laughs> but I got to take out loans. Up here, I got to take out loans when I was supposed to have a scholarship. I can't wow. buy books because I don't have money. Cause I had to take out loans and I don't have a scholarship. Right. They, y'all so they don't even do you up on debt instantly. Wow. Oh God. And That's so, crazy. yeah, it was it was a wild time. And I wanted to study music, and y'all don't have none of that. Y'all don't have none of that. Mm. Not even Not extracurriculars. Even mm. None of that. And so, but saying all this to say, it took me flunking out of college my first year to really stop and like I said I and I was in prayer about it too because back then I had the mindset of okay I have to find something to do for the rest of my life mm-hmm. and after I flunked out I was just really like distraught because one like that's like a lot that's a big deal yeah. I go from you know 4.0s at the beginning of my school career to like literally flunking out of college like how how so yeah. but I'll tell you how and I'm not even going to blame all the surrounding circumstances it was for me the simple fact that I would look at the work that I was doing and I would be like, I don't want to do this. You just was pretty much out of it. You didn't. And I feel like with with you even explaining like high school for you and going into college, you were already feeling that so naturally mm-hmm. to where you just like it didn't even phase you mm-hmm. by the time you got. Mm-hmm. And and there's more to that, obviously, mm-hmm. but 
again, another story for another time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but it was kind of like, and even on a systematic level, I said, the way y'all running this is stupid. Like, mm -hmm. first of all, I come here and I declare that my major is psychology. Mm -hmm. Why am I in calculus? Calculus. And calculus ain't no joke. Calculus. No, I'm sorry. At the time I was in pre-calc, but I did make my way up to calculus. And that was a little badge for me. Yeah. That 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 was a badge for me. That was yeah, one thing I was like. That's one of like the hardest math. Mm -hmm. I think it's probably one math class above calculus. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know what that is. I don't it's even probably know. I ain't never heard of it before. Like that. <laughs> I never heard of it before. That's day. really but yeah, so that was a badge for me. Mm -hmm. Um but um but systematically, I was like, this is stupid. Like, mm -hmm. I already got to take out loans. Like, like what? Like, what are we doing? Why am I in this high level? I, as a psychology major, mm -hmm. if you get to anything past like trigger anything, you should be like done with your math requirement. At that point. I'm taking because world religion. Honestly, I mean, like, Certain classes that they have you take for a major Highly that irrelevant. you don't even make, that don't even make sense to your major, why? High, highly irrelevant. You're scamming. Yeah. You're scamming. Literally. You're stealing you're people's just, money. You're just giving somebody extra classes that for credit. We want you we to be don't. a well-rounded student. What if I don't want that? What if I just want to get in what and get out? What if you just stressed me out? And then what if I felt that class just because you gave me a class I didn't need? You wilding, bro. And then you just took my credits and my time. You wilding and mm. the money. Oh, okay. So how did you take singing into your adulthood? Like you as being in a um, more professionally, like more t like taking it on. So um, I've been at the same church my whole life. So of right. course I got, you know, plenty of opportunities to sing at church. And then like I would enter talent shows and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I really could not help myself. And which was which is why it's mind blowing to me to even think that I had a struggle to decide, okay, like yeah, I'm gonna take this and I'm gonna do something with it. Mm. Like I literally cannot help it. Mm. Like even and as a singer, you know, if you if you sing too much or if you start to feel you know strain or pain, that's the time mm, that your voice okay. is telling you you need to be quiet and you need right. to rest. That's hard for me. Yeah. Because you be wanting to I, vocalize, do your, man, do your, me, 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 me. All that. I be wanting to go in. But right. Like, be destined people. <laughs> Listen. Like, I can teach you a couple things or two, you know. You know? <laughs> and so, but yeah, so taking it into adulthood was, number one, realizing that, like, I have something. Right. You have a gift. You know? And then just finding different ways and different spaces to express it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, going to karaoke or just yeah. like being uh, your free spirit itself, just to sing it. <laughs> you see, going to open mic nights, right? All that. Having a ball. So, um, and now, and now I've gotten to the point where, like, I'm literally traveling. Like, it, I'm a professional singer. Like, by, on paper, I'm a professional singer. Like, people yeah. pay me to come sing, right, on a regular basis, and that's amazing. A substantial amount of money. Okay. Um, <laughs> every time right every single time <laughs> so how did you go into becoming an entrepreneur that blindsided me right mm. okay so i'll start at the beginning when it first came onto my radar mm -hmm. i was at church and somebody prophesied to me for those who are not familiar prophecy is when I'm going to tell you what it's supposed to be. There's a lot of, mm -hmm. but I'm going to keep it real simple. Mm -hmm. Prophecy is when the person talking to you hears something or sees something inspired by the spirit of God about you or your situation or what have you. And they tell you, I hear the Lord saying this, blah, blah, blah. Right. I'm, I'm fighting the urge so hard to over explain this. So I'm going to just leave it there. So I was at church. And somebody prophesied, and they was like, I see entrepreneurship on you. And I was like, excuse me? Because <laughs> it was not on my mind. It wasn't on my mind at, at all. all. I had no business ideas. Mm -hmm. I, I had nothing, none of that. And I was mm -hmm. like, 
And what? And I power out with the Lord. I was like, um, what 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 this man talk about? Two plus two equal four, not five. What we doing? So, but you know, the Lord has His ways, and, and sometimes you got to give the Lord time. Okay. okay. Everything that God say to you is not for that moment, that mm-hmm. season. He may bring it later. to you five years later. Or and it's five like days to him. Mm-hmm. So fast forward to beginning of the pandemic. And it started out as God was talking to me about just heart issues that I was having. Like I was, I was struggling just a little bit with forgiveness towards people who had done certain things that I had legitimate reason to be upset about because they could have easily handled it better, but that's neither here nor there. Forgiveness mm-hmm. is, is an ongoing process. And it's hard. And so, but the whole thing, it is hard. Yeah. It is hard because you'd be feeling so justified. You'd be like, no, nah. no, nah, that Lord was wrong. Be really, Lord be really hopeful. I'm telling you. So, <laughs> Um, but so God's whole thing with me was like, for where I'm taking you, for what I have for you, for the things that you prayed and asked me for, mm-hmm. this kind of stuff can't be in your heart. So mm-hmm. I want to, let's, let's, let's deal clear with it. it up. Let's cleanse it. You know, let's get it together. And so mm-hmm. basically we went through a process of just digging truly, like being real candid about like what was in my heart and, and the ways to deal with it mm. um and so after some months of this i went to my best friend's house and her and her cousin at the time lived together saw her cousin first and she was like uh, we had you know we was already cool um she was like shama had a dream about you and uh you were really stressed out you were dating somebody and just really stressed out about it and i was like okay i mean it's definitely a dream because not dating anybody but but I, I, I see the symbolism, maybe. But anyway, uh, but she was like, yeah, so saying this to say, guard your heart, bro. And I was like, thank you for your love and concern, my dear friend. Also, thank you because I'm putting that on a shirt. Mm. And so um, so I was like, like I, I considered it for real. I was like, yeah, no, I'm definitely about to put this on a shirt. And like I started having ideas for a logo and everything and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And uh, God was basically like, okay, like, do it for real. And also, like, this is, this is scripture. Like, this is my word. Like, don't, don't try to run out here and pimp me. Like, don't. He said that to me. He said, do not pimp me. Like, forgive me. Okay, keep going. Get out. But so, so, um, but through that, I was convicted to do everything legitimately, mm-hmm. which meant starting a business. Right. And I was like, wow. I don't know how we got here, but we're here. We're here. And we're getting now. Bless, bless you, Lord. <laughs> Listen, no, for real though. So it was really something that, even though God had told me like a while ago, it still blindsided me. Mm. It still was very much like because you wasn't expecting it, but it was brought. It's like he threw it in your lap. Like, I wasn't, you and usually when I get ideas for stuff like that, it takes me a Some minute. Time. Yeah, because it takes time for a lot of things. That's one thing that one thing I definitely take in value seriously is time, because mm-hmm. time is the most expensive thing that we own. Yeah, because it's borrowed time. It's I was just saying we don't even own it. We don't even own the time. It's borrowed. You just it's... he he gave us an mm-hmm. hourglass. That we have to do with that hourglass we get. No That's, additional, no less, no mm-hmm. is what you get, good luck with that. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and literally, and that's that's the thing that I'm still learning too. Like, don't take your time for granted. Like yeah. get on it. And that's why me as a person, that's the two things, that's one of the things that I value when it comes to me either either becoming a friend or becoming a significant other. It's like I value your time and I value your money. I'm not a type of person that will just take up your time if I ain't got nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. No, because your time is precious and I'm going to treat it the same way and I will want the same back. Mm-hmm. And I'm the same with someone's money too. I'm the type of person, I would choose a picnic before going to a fancy dinner because I value your, your money and mm-hmm. your time. Because I'm like, and then that's why I take, when people be like, 
oh, I was only a few minutes late. Okay, I could take five minutes of you being late, but 30 minutes to an hour and I'm still sitting in my crib, that's That's a a lot. lot. And I could be using that valuable time for something else. And here's my thing. I value you as a person first enough to be like, you know, do I, especially when it comes to significant others, like, Mm. do I like you enough to do that? And if I don't, because I'm t- when I'm in, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Like, like we're locked in. Uh, we're locked in. And so, <laughs> and I have to value you as a person. I have to see your value and I have to see how I can um, appreciate you, mm-hmm. you know, like in, in, uh, in a literal sense as well, like. Can I add to your value? Is there anything I can add to you? Is there anything you can add to me? Yeah. And then we start talking about time because that's an extension of how much I value you. Like, yeah. you said seven o'clock. But, and not only that, and it it's also plays a part with being communicative. Like, I'm very communicative when it comes to anything now. Like, I learned that. Though. It took me time to learn it. Absolutely. However, I'm glad that I've got the like the raps on it. Like I'm very communicative. Like, oh, did this? Did what I say bother you? Was mm-hmm. it something? Like you have to tell me. I don't. I don't read people's minds. I don't. You know, I gotta pay attention to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You do. Yeah, because you don't want to. You don't want to assume something, and that's not the way that you want it to yeah. come off. If that's not the way you intended it to. Yeah, communication is so important in that regard because, like, I've been thinking about this a little bit lately. Love languages, right? Oh yeah. So speaks a lot of ways. It it does, but you have to learn somebody's love language because, in a literal sense, if I'm telling you something in English mm-hmm. and you only speak Spanish, you won't understand yeah. it. I could be saying the sweetest. I could be saying the most encouraging thing to you, but you won't understand it because that's not the language that you speak. Yeah. Same way when it comes to giving and receiving love, like yeah. people think, oh, I love hard and blah blah blah. Fine, okay, maybe you do, but you have to understand when you give love, you have to make sure that it's being received the yeah. way you're it's intending it. The same way, yeah. And even before reciprocation, like yeah. if I like physical touch, a lot of people, some, well, some people don't like physical touch. Yeah. I do. So if I'm if I'm being touchy, I have to make sure first, are you receiving are you it talking? well? Yeah. Or you know, mm-hmm. and then if if not, I gotta I gotta revamp so that you can know that I love you for real. Yeah, I feel like on that love language list, I feel like music should be a part of that. Because oh, so man, I love music so much to where that is literally for me. That's a addition to my love language. Like if you can't vibe with me, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Because <laughs> <laughs> like what? But to moving on, because I know um. We're getting close to our time. Mm-hmm. But you also pulled uh, before we started the show and you got choose a decade. I did. Okay. So, what decade did you choose and why? It was hard, but it wasn't that hard at the same time. 90s, because really? it's it's a good time. It's okay. colorful, it's vibey, it's, yes. it's, it's vibrant. Uh, Gas was 99 cents and less. Man, wages. Uh, the, the world was so much more livable on a financial level. Yeah, the um, music was hitting. And oh, I mean, okay, hitting. Yeah. Talking about yeah. R. Kelly outside the window. No, not even that either. Just no. I, I didn't up. Like Yikes! That. It's okay. But, um, it's okay. Well, we, we we got it though. But it was music though. Music was really hitting with the boombox outside the window. That's mm-hmm. what I meant to say. <laughs> with the rain pouring. And you yeah. had the best of everything. I think. The way music is now, it's evolved a little bit, but I, I don't know. But yeah, I feel like nothing can hit. Yeah, nothing yeah. can hit back to the the nineties. Because they used to, they used to, they used to dig. They used in. to hit your soul. They used to come. They was take not playing games. They was not playing. Everything was yes. in the nineties. Everything was really like full on, mm. and that's one thing I really love about it. Like again, yeah. really vibrant, really colorful, like. Yeah. I love it. It was a good time. So, yeah. so that's the decade I, I would choose. I'm glad. Yeah, I love the nineties. That's that. Yes, and you also chose a number between one through ten, I and did. you chose number five. I did. I have no idea what about the part B of number five. And that question is: What is something you do every single day? Sing. Oh. Sing. 
Every single day. Every single day. What is is it a part of your routine now? Or you just have to It's on a subconscious level. I I told you I literally cannot help it. Mm. Sometimes I have it so bad. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I will sing and I'll be singing before I realize that I'm singing. Now (laughs) you say I'm that in tune without a doubt. It's in my bloodstream. And it's so and that's so funny to me because by the time I realize I'm singing, I forget what I was singing. <laughs> oh, yes. I've done I'd be like, before. I know I was just making sound. What yes. Was I like, what was I saying? Like, even, I have to be really, like, down. I have to be really depressed to not sing. But even then, I think I still sing because of what Could I just you, explained. it helps you out. Innocent. Not even help. It's, or it's, just, it's a way of expressing. Yeah, it's just that's in me just to do. Other, that's, it's like your, your love language. Loki. Sing, <laughs> sing to me. Sing to me, tell me what I'm saying. Sing to me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But um, yeah, I love that. I feel like with that, um, everybody communicates in different ways, especially something that you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. And then that's the same for me. As soon as I hear a beat, if someone made a beat and I hear, I'll be like, okay, okay, let me hear it again. And then I sing and I'll be like, I don't know what I just did. And if it wasn't recorded, I can't see it. I, I, I hate it. I really do. I really so hate it. It is so bad. But are we doing a part two? Let's, because we we got to dig a little deeper. Oh, I was gonna say we had to skate over so okay. many things. So, oh my goodness! But yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to do yeah. part two. Okay. Yeah. So for those that are listening, we'll be doing a part two, and our part two will be on our lovely Patreon and for our subscribers. So make sure you stay tuned. And thanks again for coming, Mr. Carter. Thank you for having me. This was a good time. Thank you. Is there anything you would like to say before we close? Guard your heart, people. Yes. I love y'all. All right. And all of his information will be down below in the description or in our bio. Stay tuned for much more. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Elegance of Nay podcast. I'm your host, Nay, and make sure to like, share, and subscribe, and also follow us at the Elegance of Nay podcast. Until next time, see ya.